Kev, I would like fade this down, but I happen to love the guitar solo that comes at the end. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a great song. This part. The shame of it is that they, you know, they, they, they cut it off after like 15 seconds. They don't do any it, music like that anymore. Nah, yeah. If you saw it live, I mean, he he rips it up. At any rate, at any rate. <laughs> How goes it, Kev? I'm good. I'm good. Finally got out of bed a couple times this week because of my back, but I'm happy to be here feeling 100%. And uh, I think we got some stuff to go over tonight, that's for sure. Uh, Yeah, I think we might shock them a little bit. I'm tired. I need to turn you up a little. You're I'm tired? tired of, I'm tired of it. You're tired of it. Mm. Okay, we're going to hear what you're tired of, aren't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. You are quite the minx. I'm annoyed and tired. Okay, you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Good evening, good evening, everybody. It's uh, episode number 18 of the Exeter Underground, hyper-local news and analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff, and he is... Kevin Foles. So here we are uh, after last week's excursion into what I thought was very weird, but Kev loved. I did. I thought it was good. I yeah. thought it was good. I had a bunch of people reach out to me, uh, um, past clients and friends, and a few of them talked about it being an issue that is international. But everybody here in Exeter has to deal with it as well. Even if your kids did not fare poorly, like we discussed, Yep. Yep. I guarantee you they were affected in the classroom by kids that were affected poorly because like we talked about earlier with, I mean, you have 28 kids in a classroom and one kid's all messed up. He's affecting the other 27. Yeah. There's no question. And it's, uh, I, I, you know, when we talked about it beforehand, I was all pumped up when we got done, I put down the headphones and I went, eh, right. <laughs> and like two hours later, I'm like, are you going to post it yet? Cause I want to listen. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you baby. Yes. I'm going to post it. <laughs> I thought it was good, though. I thought it was good, and I know it deviated from the norm. Yeah. But tonight, we're going to get back to the norm, and and it, it's hyper. And it's uh, it, it's going to be very, very much so. So uh, that was that, and uh, you will not be here next week. No, I will be on vacation. We are going to hopefully have Jonathan Scatia in. He hasn't committed fully, but hopefully John will be able to do the entire show with us. He was supposed to be here tonight. Which I'm missing that he was, because I really wanted to hear his thoughts. And he, and yeah, that's, that was the idea. that uh, Because he was busting my balls on the Examiner's Facebook page. He was like, oh, so you do this show and you don't have your psychological expert in. <laughs> I must have missed that. Yeah, I, I was just, eh, he's right. He's 100% right. He I, I, I blew that one. but I, I missed that. I'm still on band on Facebook <laughs> you yeah, right so yeah, so I, he, it was you know he was going to be here tonight but he had a last minute thing with his family so John won't be here unfortunately but we'll get him next week and the, well, the week after we got to keep him on schedule yes because yes. he's doing two weeks so he's gonna have to be twice Ooh, ooh. yeah Uh-oh. he'll be all right he'll be good yeah I'll just have to wash his t-shirt 
I, that's, I tell you, I love his T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. John's a very interesting guy. I love having him on the show, and uh, his T-shirts just make it all that matter. You guys can't see it, but we can. And it's just some crazy T-shirt. Now I'm going to miss it next week. Yeah. I miss it tonight. Yeah. John, we miss you. I'll take a picture. You got to text this to me. I'll take a picture <laughs> it's, and send it to It's you. probably like Animal Skeleton Museum of animals that died, you know, Prematurely, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, this one was uh, this was a horse, but it's only the size of your thumb. <laughs> okay, so here we are. The only thing we had this week was the um, was the supervisors meeting, but some stuff did happen. You know, I initially thought that this meeting was going to be a real snooze fest. I don't think it was a snooze fest. It was like a toy box. It was not at all a snooze fest, but that was my take because I looked at the the agenda and normally, lately, they've been having 25, 27 items on the agenda. And it was like 10 or 12. And I was like, ah, shit, they're going to get through this. There I went. And George made a comment of what, how many times was like, this meeting's not going to be three hours this time. At yeah. the end of the meeting, they thank God it wasn't three hours, but. It was like two and a yeah. little more. But it was still, uh, it was still interesting and still I get annoyed every single time I listen to him. Mm -hmm. But it's a, you know, I thought it was going to be a snooze and it turned into, there was some real stuff that happened. Yeah, man. There was, there was some fighting and, uh, yeah. So yes, we'll get into it. So so let's start at the beginning. Okay. Um, what is the first clip that we have? Okay. So, uh, I prioritized it a little weirdly, but it's, it's the stuff that really hit me. Okay. So one of the things that they did was they approved a new lawnmower for the Reading Country Club. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's not that they approved a lawnmower. I mean, there was already a lawnmower approved. Right. And the new, uh, the, the, the new golf course manager was like, well, I want this one now. Right. And so they were able to work some deal to where they would, I, I think they're going to pay some minor restocking fee. Right. On the other, but they approved this other one, which was like six grand more. Yeah, so it was like $38,000 or whatever it was or something like that. Yeah, whatever the number was, For but it was six more. more than the other one. Right. And the concept behind it is that it, it has an attachment that will allow them to mow stuff that's on like a, a slant or something. And it, it, it supposedly will save 30 hours a week in mowing, which I, I don't know, maybe it does. But I, I don't care. That's <laughs> <laughs> so it. Just when I remember the meeting when they were like going from thirty-two to thirty-eight thousand yeah. dollars, and my wife and I just looked. I was like, "And we're supposed to be like pinching pennies here?" That's a great point. And oh, it's just six grand more. Okay, if it's only six grand more, give me six grand. And this is the part. This is we're supposed to be um, watching our p's and q's and and um, not spending as much money, and we're complaining about the country club losing tons of money and it does mm-hmm. but then we're just hey well this guy wants a new mower and this mower and it's going to be six thousand dollars more and no one blinked an eye somebody blinked an eye <laughs> i did yeah, dave Hughes blinked an eye right and uh, i think they made a really great point dave so let, let's get into this okay so it was which clip again it was that one okay so here we're going to start uh with what i termed Ted, Dave, Ted and Dave, round two. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. So, and and I'd also like to respond to Mr. Hughes' comments because I think when you have an organization and you hire people to 
do a job. Now, at this point, Dave has said, I, didn't, I, I, I had to cut out about five or six minutes. But at this point, he has said, I don't know that, that you know, it's going to save. I, all I have is this guy's word yep. that it's going to save him 30 hours. And, yeah, I trust him, whatever. But Yeah, he went on about but analysis. But I, I need to see it. Yeah. I'm with I'm I'm on that train. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So am I. We like he talked about in the meeting, he said there needs to be some analysis or cost analysis that shows right. that buying this is going to be more productive yeah. and efficient. And I'm with Dave on that. Mm-hmm. It just is again, six thousand dollars okay, say this manager gets fired or plans something at the country club when no one else the same the same thing. And that's then, never happened. Right, right, right. And then um the new guy comes in, well, I need this mower. And that's going to be ten grand more, right? And that when does it end? Be like, listen, do your job the best you can with what you have. It's not like Reading Country Club is having the PGA Tour stop in. No, the hell, you know what I mean. No, it's what's the? It's for twenty people that play golf in the township. Congrats. Yeah, well, it's literally four hundred. But so okay, back to the clip. Bob, um, you have to take some of what they say because the only way to get hard data on this would have- this is Ted actually be to purchase the Steiner mower and then check the hour reflection between before and after. If you're really looking for hard data, as opposed to just someone else's opinion, perhaps an opinion that is more in line with your thinking, the only way to get hard data is to actually do the job with both mowers. Now, this is where Ted is wrong, okay? The, the, The thing that anybody would be looking for would be, okay, he says it's gonna save him 30 hours. Show me, oh. okay, show me his time cards. Yep. I want to see how the guys who work there are going to save that 30 hours. Yep. Number one. Number two, is all of the work getting done? Because if all the work is getting done with what they have now, mm-hmm. that means you're going to be able to cut a job. So you're going to cut a job. Right. That's also, what it means. How, but, did, how did he come to the 30 hours? Why wasn't it 10 hours? Exactly. That's yeah. what, this is what I think that... Everybody, let's just get to the gist of it. Where did he come up with the 30 hours? Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's all That's all anybody should be asking. How did you come up with 30 hours? Well, it's this, that, and the other thing. All right, that one makes sense. You don't just drop a number like 30 hours and go, yeah, hey, okay, he said so, so that's good enough. And we also know this is exactly why the country club has been doing what it has been doing for the last several years. It's valid. Compare the hours spent with both mowers. We're not going to do that because we're either going to make a decision to buy a mower or we're going to table it again and hope that we can manage for another whatever month. And then I I just don't think that your idea of hard data is going to be accessible in this instance. So hard data is not what would be necessary. Just a justification, Mm -hmm. not just saying it's going to save me 30 hours. Why is it going to save you 30 hours? Right. And a justification for... Oh my lord, we're spending $38,000 on a lawnmower on on a country club that loses tons of hundreds money. of thousands of dollars a year up to a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I quit. There's now a million and six thousand dollars lost. Right? Like, <laughs> it's like giving your kids a gift when they got bad grades. <laughs> Whether or not we trust the people that we've hired to do their job or whether we continue to constantly question every decision that they make, every point that they bring to us, every recommendation that they make to us. We hire them to be our administration. We either don't believe any of them can do their job and we have to constantly check on them, 
or we do believe they can do their job. That's my comment. That's his comment. I get what he's saying because he doesn't want to micromanage. And yeah. That's a lot of the comments I see on social media when it comes on to um, Facebook pages and stuff like that. It's like, well, they're trying to micromanage everything. Listen, I on this one, I get what Ted's saying. Just a simple justification of why we need to spend $38,000 or let alone 32000 with a special customization of adding six grand. Um, but it, it, it's all... It's maddening. They don't care. They just spend money. And it, that's at the end of the day, that's what this is about. So now I saw Ted after the meeting. And when we talked, I said, I told him exactly what I just said here. He was like, no, the work is not getting done. But my question, how do you know the work's not getting done? Right. How do you know? Uh, is it because the golfers are complaining? And if they are tough cookies because... It's a public golf course. Right. It's not a private golf course. That loses tons of money. A million and six thousand dollars. <laughs> that's that's I get the micromanagement of it, but honestly, I think one of the reasons why this township is in the shape it is in is because there hasn't been any micromanaging on some of the issues. Oh, ding ding. Some of the some of the some of the stuff you need micromanagement. And yeah. I think it's proven in the last several meetings and you listen to Betsy talk about things that the way we're done in the past. Yeah, dude. We need to micromanage it because when things are awry, you only bring it back by micromanaging, having more eyes on it. You don't need to micromanage. You just need to manage, period. How <laughs> does that sound? Right. You don't let – it's like herding cats. Let, let's do, let's let's step up. Let's step up to managing first. Right. And then if it doesn't get it done, then we go then to we micromanage. How about we just do any type of just reining things in? Yeah. Okay, back to the clip. Did you wish to go it? Yes, uh, that's school administration nonsense. You you said earlier that you want to make sure that we spend Tell me when to taxpayer pause. money appropriately. Okay, this is for a for-profit operation. When you operate a for-profit operation, you have to do all kinds of analysis, whether you like it or not, including uh, the return on your investment. Now we're foregoing this other lawnmower for this newer one with, a, I guess, a special modification or whatever, but you're not taking into consideration why did we order this model in the first place? So whatever that was going to be ordered for, uh, used for, that that goes away. He's right. Valid concern. Valid. Yeah. Yes. But you, did you hear the beginning of that? It was just that little chippiness. It's it's coming. The dig. It's yes, coming. Indeed. Indeed. Chippy. That's just school administration nonsense. Right. Or it should be a factor evaluated in the cost-benefit analysis. Uh, there's plenty of ways that you could do a cost-benefit analysis if you've ever done it, uh, Mr. Gardella. I know they don't do that in school districts, but we do it when you operate a for-profit. Oh, my God. This is what I'm talking about. Dave Hughes, man. This is it, petty. Petty. Do mm -hmm. you, you don't need to say those things. It, did he, like, read Trump's book on how to piss people off? <laughs> how to be an asshole in three easy steps. Right. I mean, you don't have to say stuff like that. If, if you're pissed off about things, have a side conversation, which I've said on the show before. Be an adult. Have a side conversation. You're doing it to get make political points, which isn't helping anybody. And he just... I, Jerry, he's like a child sometimes. I swear to God. Yeah, he, I don't disagree with he's you. He's Exeter's Trump, and I voted for Trump twice, and I would vote for him again over the idiot we have now. But my point is, it he's a big baby. Like, he, you get a little thorn in his side, man, and he's going to take a dig, 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 dig. 
Why do you even need to make that comment? You don't need to make that comment. And now you're just, they don't obviously what has happened in the past month with them. There's a divide. They're clearly not getting along. Right. So what are we going to do? Are you going to continue to dig and make it worse? Or are you going to be a big boy, put on your big boy pants and maybe turn the cheek and, and just don't say things like that? Like you just made the situation worse. And now when Ted comes back, he has every right to say the things that he said. That's right. Business. So uh, I think it's incumbent upon us to, to, to get the facts, understand this decision before we make it. The guy that we hired, he's a, uh, I'm sure he's a professional, but this is his opinion. This is his preference. The guy before had the preference for this other uh, lawnmower. So are we going to say that Mr. Aarons, who is a very good... I have a preference they stop pissing our money away. It's a great preference, Kev. <laughs> right. Just stop pissing our money off money away and get a 1.5 uh, tax increase it's it's all maddening they're they're talking about a stupid lawnmower that they're dropping 38k on i get that in the, the grand scheme of a 12.7 million dollar budget six grand is really not a lot of money i mean in that grand scheme but points that were made was we have a budget let's stick to the budget. It also shows precedent like that nothing really wants to change. Yeah. Because whether there's why not why not why not an extra eight? Why not an extra twelve? If six isn't that big a deal, why not another ten or twelve? Why not? Six is not a big deal. Twelve wouldn't be a big deal. But so I why think, not? I think right? six is a big deal. I yes, think it's a big right. deal. I think two is a big deal. I think an extra grand is a big deal. The problem is, is that when you start getting into places where money just gets thrown around like this, six isn't a big deal. Ten yeah. isn't a big deal. And then mm -hmm. 15 is not a big deal. Look at all the people that look how much money when Dave came out with all the numbers on the, the country club and how much money has been pissed away in the last yep. five years. Yep. You should have seen some of the comments. Well, where did Dave get the numbers from? It's on the township website, you ding dongs. Yeah. And if you're, they're questioning it because Dave's saying it. So you're not, it's the same crap we see all the time. You're questioning the messenger, not the message. Agreed. It's a long tactic of Marxist. Agreed. Everybody knows it. It's the, it's rules for radicals. Any moron is any education on this crap is that, and I'm tired of it. Six grand is a lot of money. Yeah. An employee who knew what he was doing. He, he ordered these, he wanted these. So there's something going on here that I don't see that I don't understand, but Again, it's probably just my fuzzy logic. I would like to respond because, first of all, Mr. Hughes, as a school district administrator, I had two districts that I worked with in zero-based budgeting, one with a $16 million budget, the other with a $66 million. Roll your eyes if you will, because I was rolling my eyes during your comments as well. But when you publicly attack someone's background mm -hmm. as just being different from yours, it really speaks to the personal nature of your opinions. Let's keep stacking. Mm -hmm. Like, like, like it, it, it's, it's a pissing contest. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. And I understand why Ted said it back. I understand it. But Dave doesn't need to start it. Mm -hmm. Like at every meeting, it's something else out of his mouth where he's just being petty and trying to start a fight because someone hurt his feelings. Now, other stuff is going on. Okay, I get it. But the problem is, it's do you want to fix that situation? Do you want to fix the problem, or do you want to continue to make it worse? Because that's what he's doing is making it worse. Yeah. And, and you know, the reality of the situation is that there is a chair of the board 
And it is up to him to get the two of them and clunk their heads together like Mo. Mm-hmm. But you just see it. It's a constant pissing contest with it. Someone hurts Dave's feelings, they're going to get yelled at. And you're going to get picked on and you're going to, well, you're only a school administrator or whatever. Dude, less is more, Dave. You're being petty. Stop. For the betterment of the township and the whole board itself. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's getting to the point where it's it, it, it's wearing. It's, it's really, it, it's getting very wearing. And, you know, when... When does it stop? It's not. It's not. Exactly. He's going to continue to say things like that, that pissed Ted off, pissed Dave off, pissed George off, pissed whomever. Mm-hmm. Because they they did him wrong, so now he's going to have a constant... Chip on his shoulder? I was going to say weed. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you get what I'm saying. That, that, and it's going to constantly have, whenever he makes a comment, he's going to have some passive-aggressive thing to say, and it's just going to continue to go down a road that's not going to get fixed, and right. then he's going to get more angry, and the, more board, the, board, the rest of the members on the board are going to have enough of it. And again, I'm going to say this is up to George to solve. The, it, George, you're the leader of the board. Mm-hmm. Get them together and clunk their heads together. Yep. And it, it's the conversation didn't even need to happen. Like what Dave was saying about Ted and then Ted about, you know, just rebutting what Dave said. Yeah. You don't, it, it didn't even need to happen. George could have stepped in and said, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Yep. Stop right now. He should have. Yeah. But he's, he's really got to step up and, and he has done a really great job of running meetings. I don't think he did a particularly good job this week. I don't know why. I, th- I honestly, I think somebody, I think people like to watch it. It's like days of our lives. It's wrestling. It was a couple shows ago. It's wrestling. It is WWF, <laughs> but it, it's just enough. And I, he needs to rein them in. He really no, but it does. actually is. Here we go. It's a soap opera. It is. It is. And it's you as look, Exeter turns. You look at the comp, the comments on social media, and it shows it's a, sh- it's a poop show. It's a poop show. It, it really, really is. is. When you have two members that are bickering back and forth and pissing and doing a pissing contest in the middle of a meeting, where we're supposed to be talking about, you know, budgets and a, a thirty-eight thousand dollar lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Well, there you were in education. They didn't do budget. Okay, then how, obviously you don't know about education. They do have budgets, but why even bother? I, I'm happy that he says things like that because then we have a lot to talk about. But you're not helping yourself, Dave. <laughs> you're not helping yourself. Join us for another episode of As Exeter Turns. Will Dave and Ted get along? Will they continue to fight? Right. At any point, will blood be drawn? Stay tuned until next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Same bat shit channel. It's crazy. Honestly, it's almost watching. I I think sometimes Dave is like a 15-year-old boy. He's like a 15-year-old boy. Well, everybody's got to rise above it. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I really don't. We, we, we've now, uh, there's a horse laying dead on the ground. I agree. Okay. So the next thing was, uh, at the end of the meeting, George Bell told us that the police pension lost a little bit of money. 
Okay. A little bit. And and there's something to say about it outside of. Had the pleasure of sitting in a meeting with PFM Asset Management. The fellow's name was Don Grant. They help administer. The fellow's name is Don Grant. Do you care who it was? I don't care it was Don Grant. No, but it's kind of like what my father used to do. I Well, so I was walking to the store the other day. or Maybe it was Tuesday. No, I think it was Wednesday. No, I think. Does it matter? It's not really a name drop. No, but it also doesn't matter. Just finish your story. Yeah. Short, tight, tighten it up. Yeah. The finance is behind the police pension plan. So just wanted to give a quick update to the public. Uh, it's core to my day job. The stock market has been up for a decade, but greatly down this particular year. I'm sure everyone's generally aware of that. That turns on the TV. Well, the same can be said for the police pension. And I just wanted to share, though, uh, just for transparency, that it was a quarter one update. And based on the size of the police pension, uh, the performance of minus 6.48% for the first quarter translates to about $2.5 million loss, just to share that uh, with everyone. And then 6.4, about 6.48%. I love when people go about, and they go very direct. So so 6.48%, that means that the, the police pension fund is like $32, $33 million. Right. And it lost 6%. I mean, let, let's keep going through the whole year, and we're losing tw- one quarter of it. It's going to be down to 24 mil or something. I think that's a whole other conversation about where things are going and where they are. Um, but feel bad for the retired police. They're still going to get their money. But eventually, I don't know, teachers union, I've seen it across the country where they companies that couldn't afford the pensions, they won in court when the people sued them. Mm-hmm. And the court decided that they don't have to give you your pension money. Yeah, it happens. Back to the clip. Uh, and then he gave me the updated real-time number, and it was about another, uh, about another six percent, or about another two, approximately two point five million dollar loss. So first quarter, two and a half. Current was another two and a half. It's it's like what do you what who. I'm just waiting for them to say, learn to code and eat bugs. So about $5 million uh, down year to date. Again, after a strong series of years of high performance, but this is $5 million or so. (laughs) After certain four years where everything was amazing. Sucks now. But uh, I'm not mentioning any names, but everything was was great for, you know, four or five years. And and now it sucks. We're all going to (laughs) die. roughly through the end of the second quarter. Uh, We did not yet have the second quarter update. I will update us again when that happens. I'm bringing it up mostly for transparency. Since it's core to my job, though, I did look a little closer at my day job, that is, uh, at how they were doing maybe on a risk-adjusted or, shall I say, uh, against a a, a tough backdrop, a tough stock market. And looking at that, they made one good move, which deals with, for those that follow investments, equal weighting, the S&P 500, it turns out the small and middle-sized companies did well. So that was a feather in their cap. Just They made one good move in six months. <laughs> Just who you want handling your money. Just who you want. For the public. And then they made one move, which emphasized about 1% of the fund in a uh, international fund that had a heavy Russian exposure. So that one did extremely poorly. The equal weighting did real well, netting it out. I think they did about what they could have done, but I just wanted to share that I'm on behalf of the board monitoring these things, and two, wanted to share that there was a loss for the first half of the year since this is a periodic topic. They did what they could have done, 
okay, <laughs> which was lose $5 million. They, that's what they could have done. Should have invested in the ruble. Like, after you look at last year's results, don't you go, don't you think as a financial advisor you're going to go, eh, I'm going to put that into something that's safe. Mm-hmm. I'm really not going to take a chance this year. We screwed the pooch last year. This year we're not going to. Hey, guys, let's shoot for only losing $3 million. <laughs> Yeah. Right? It's a win. Yeah. We only lost hey, three. That's a, It's like congressional budgeting at the federal level. Like, oh, we're going to spend $6 trillion this year. And then guess what? We're only going to send. We're only going to spend $6.2 trillion next year. Which is a cut. Yes, it's a cut in future <laughs> spending. It's Mel math. <laughs> right? That's, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're investing in. And it depends. You know, I have my own ideas. I'm doing my own thing, too. But it's just. Honestly, is this something normally that supervisors do when they give the of the police pension? No, no, it's really not. You know that that's part of the the whole secondary conversation around that. Now, we of course have some supervisors, some former supervisors who love to pop off about what's going on now. Of course, okay, because every damn thing they did was absolutely perfect. Didn't I last every move they made? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, by the promenade. Oh, we're going to be able to use the building. I think it was two. Oh, we're not going to be able to use the building. We've got to tear it down. I think it was two shows ago where I told them to uh, shut up and sit down. Yeah. Because they should. Because all the crap that we're trying, that they're trying to clean up now is because of them. Yeah. Right. It, it's all the problems. They created problems that someone else is going to have to fix. And we're, yes. they're trying to be fixed now. And they're sitting on social media yapping their big yappers. Exactly right. Like every again, everything that they did was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy a buy the promenade. Mm-hmm. Going to use the building. Yeah. Building's unusable. Going to tear it down. Yeah. We'll figure something else out. It's only going to cost ten to twelve million dollars. Bullshit. Yeah. But you know everything they did. Oh, we're going to sell the sewer plant. It's going to be great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I, I'm I'm the first one who says, yeah, let's put that into the hands of, of the private sector. But guess what? This is not working out. Nope. Nope. Okay. And you were responsible for it, former supervisors. So yes, they particularly cost me their move. The old school board, yeah, cost supervisors. Old supervisors board cost me over two hundred and fifty dollars a month with a high of three sixty eight, which was two months ago. Additional before what was additional? it? What was this water and sewer before? It was like maybe fifty bucks a month. I can't even remember. No, was, dude, no. I don't know, no. but it wasn't anywhere near two hundred and fifty dollars. I was at one fifty, maybe. I wasn't at two fifty, three hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I get that. An extra hundred, two hundred dollars a month? Are you kidding me? It's Thanks, real guys. Money. Why yeah. don't you sit down and shut up and take your little fingers off the social media posting for a while? Because you, you guys really did a horrible job. So we've got uh, former supervisor Jeff Anderton, who somebody sent me this uh, that he wrote on uh, next door. This board has been so busy criticizing previous boards because you sucked firing quality employees and talking about and ripping out staircases that they haven't paid any attention to the police pension fund and have lost millions. Stop nitpicking, auditing everything and bickering with each other at every meeting and maybe try to actually get something done for a change. Yeah, like screwing the people of Exeter by selling the water. Treatment plant? Right. Well, well, let me read a little thing to you here, okay? Yeah. Let me read something to you. From the December 9th, 2019 Board of Supervisors meeting, okay? Uh, the police pension fund we're talking about. 
This is when Jeff Anderton was on the. This is when Jeff okay. Anderton was on the board. Just it double will be check revealed. It. it will be revealed. Refreshing. Mr. Granger stated that the resolution would rename the Food and Beverage Fund into the Clubhouse Operating Fund and rename the Sewer Fund to the Reserve Fund. The resolution would also establish the Equipment Fund. So they're, they're going to pass a resolution that does all these things. Now get ready. Mr. Granger stated that the resolution would also transfer funds from the reserve fund to various funds in accordance with prior discussions of the board. So it feels like it's going to be a few grand here, a few grand there, right? Motion of Mr. Casada, seconded by Mr. Bianconi, the board unanimously adopted resolution transferring funds and establishing fund. Allow me to read the resolution to you. The, the final point, be it further resolved, this is various funds, be it further resolved that available funds are appropriated to the following. 5000 is hereby given, uh, uh, is hereby appropriated to the equipment fund. 1250000 is hereby appropriated to the park capital fund. Get ready. $9,575,875 is hereby appoint, uh, appropriated to the police pension fund. Ten grand put into the police pension fund, and now he's pissing and moaning about how they lost the money. He put it, he voted to put it at higher risk. It would have been sitting in a safe account collecting half a percent or whatever the hell it was. It was some tiny amount. But it wouldn't have lost $5 million if not for his goddamned arrogance of deciding that everybody else should, should be taking care of these problems. Yeah. He caused the friggin' problem. Jerk off. As most of the problems that they all can. They, they, I'm telling you, they're pigeons that play chess. They play. <laughs> we're trying not to say the shit word, but they shit all over the board and then fly away. Yeah. all over the pieces and they don't think here's the here's the real problem jerry is that they're all little seal fans on social media that sit there yes. and clap they yes. don't know that because jeff's not telling them the old boar's not telling them and they probably don't even know that they are the ones that are responsible for our water and our sewer bills being on steroids okay That's right. they don't even know that and they're not commenting on it again all the school board members or excuse me supervisors Sit down and shut up, especially on su- on commenting on social media. Do you you guys are just not understanding what you did, or you know, and you're just trying to to bet that your stupid supporters are seals and will sit there. Good so, job. So Jeff, without you voting to put that ten million dollars into the police pension fund, okay, without you exposing it to higher risk, the fund is now worth twenty two million. Okay, what's six point four eight percent of twenty two million? It's about a million eight, maybe a million nine. You would have lost a million nine times two, three point eight versus five. Thanks, jerk off. It's your fault, jerk off. But he's saying on social media that they need to stop. I, I one thing he did say, I agree. Stop the bickering. I can't agree with that. That's about the only thing he said that I agree with. He should. Agreed. Stop the bickering. But, dude, you're part of the problem. He caused the problem. Exactly. He caused the problem, and he's admonishing other people? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Exactly. Shut Sit. up, all of you. Kasadish, uh, uh, shut up. Galtier, well, Galtier, we haven't seen a Stop. Shut up, you bald bastard. <laughs> uh, 
Anderton, shut up. Stay in the tanning bed for a while. <laughs> Biancone, shut up. You caused the problems. Yep. All of you caused these problems. Shut up and let adults fix it. Yep. Even when they, they behave like children. You're the angry one tonight, Jerry. You're a little fired up there, bud. <laughs> Dude, this had me pissed off because as Hell soon yeah. as somebody sent me this, I was like... I know he was on that board that raised. I know it was him. I know he was on that board, and and and, and he just had to go and find it. And his people, and he's not going to take any responsibility for that. No, and he should. Oh, they all should. But they sit there again on social media making comments because dumb people don't know that he did that or the they that they voted for the the water. So here it is, Exeter. When Jeff Anderton gets on next door, tell him to shut the frig up. Because he caused the problem. Zip it. Shut your hole and know your role. Okay, next. I'm going to try to calm down now. <laughs> Enough vitriol between Ted and Dave. Round one. Here we go. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> well, this is also, as we, as we found out last meeting, this was part of... I'd like the rice with point of order. Pardon me? A point of order. In Robert's Rules of Order, one person can talk, and then when you're finished talking, the next... Of all people, I think Ted knows Robert's rule of order. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I, I know Robert's rules of order is extremely cumbersome. And, and I love the people who are in your organization. And they're like the parliamentarian. Yeah. And they know it all. I just look at them all the time. I go, oh, God, I hate you. I, just think, I hate you. I just think it's so much time wasted to learn that type of crap. Agreed. <laughs> just Agreed. Like, oh, my God. You could have learned. You could have literally learned nuclear fusion. <laughs> But no, you wasted your time learning this stuff. <laughs> but you learned point of order, yes. Madam Chairman. Yes. What's the next step? Oh, let me check the book. <laughs> Person gets to talk, and you do not get to talk again until everybody has had an opportunity to say something on the subject. You Instead of doing that, like really, he could have gone. Can I make a comment here? Right. Because now watch as it goes on. You guys are having a dialogue. No, no offense, Betsy. You're having a dialogue and a conversation. No offense, Betsy. Poor, Only Betsy. Poor Betsy. Poor Betsy. Like, listen, I, I agree with what she's doing. She's doing a good job. I wouldn't want her job. I can't imagine. But that poor woman must sit there and be like, does she? I wonder if she has children. Because she's probably like, I've done this before. Children? Children? <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Let's act like, you know, respectable humans here. The great thing about her job is she doesn't have to mollify anybody. She doesn't have to make anybody happy. Good for her. Yeah. Station here. That's not the way Robert's Rules of Order operates a meeting. Maybe you don't know this. I don't know. I'm not trying to be wise. I have a yes, comment. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> not trying to be wise. <laughs> That's like when someone says, uh, no offense. <laughs> you know something's coming offensive after you say it. No offense, but you're big, blonde, and ugly. You're like, oh, no offense. Okay, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> this issue as well. I no offense, but you are really fat. <laughs> right? Holy shit, you're ugly. <laughs> well, not I, I still to... have two more questions on my list to finish. Okay, but they're different from this item, right? From this item, yeah. Okay, I'd like to I'd like to comment on this item. Huh. Huh. <laughs> 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 I I couldn't the camera's so far out. I did watch the whole meeting. But the, the camera's so far out I can't really see like facial expressions. I would have loved it. Ted's would have like, Oh. It was a head bob. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. If you could yield the time there. And 
Thank you. Supervisor Hughes, you can make a comment on that. I, uh... George needs to step in more. He does. He, like, he, he, he needs to not let that stuff go on. It might take putting them in timeout. <laughs> you're, you're, go sit over there for five minutes. Ooh, here it is. Get a dunce cap. I was just thinking that as well. Get that a dunce one. cap. You sit in the corner with the dunce cap on. Face the wall. Yeah. Face the wall for five minutes. and wait. Everybody who gets out of line, eventually you get down to Michelle Kircher. <laughs> She'll be wearing a dunce cap. All of them will be wearing dunce caps. And poor, poor Betsy's going to be like, <sighs> the world's loudest sigh. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. So that was good. I, I, again, going back with the thing with Dave, sometimes, man, you don't have to say the things that you're saying. It, it's, it, and you know what? Does anybody have to come back? No. And I, I'm going to continue to go with George needs to take this by the horns. I agree. And stop it. And it's going to take him pulling the two of them and no, you're not supposed to do this according to the sunshine law, but you got to get them together and go, look, this shit's stopping. That's what I it's said. It's stopping now. That's what I said two, three weeks ago when we had this discussion, when this is going on with them constantly Yeah, and where the meeting was with the censure and everything. It, it's not good for the, it makes, honestly, it makes the supervisor board look like a bunch of children mm-hmm. as a whole. Yes. Like it's Ted and Dave and the one week it was uh, Dave Vollmer and everything like that. I mm-hmm. And the censure and everything. It doesn't make the board look good at all. Dude, I was talking to Connie about this. And uh, she made the point. She was like, you know, what the board did to Dave was wrong. You don't do that stuff in public. Yeah, it should have been You don't it. do it in public. You do it privately. Of all the things, it could have been an executive session. Yeah. That should have been an executive session. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not to the letter of the law of an executive session, but it needs to be done private. Or even have a conversation behind. You don't have to do it on camera. Yeah. But I think that was one of the things that, again, it's a pissing contest, and that was a big piss. Well, sure it was. I mean, that, that was an F you of epic proportions. Yep. And it was everybody ganging on. Yeah. And like I said, there... It was a big dead horse in the room, and they were all beating it. Dude, you put me in a corner like that, it's not going to end well. No, and that's exactly why. I might be more petulant than him. That's what. That's why Dave continues to do it. I think there's a still open, festering wound from that. Yes. And he's still pissed, and he's going to do passive-aggressive comments, whether I, I don't agree with him doing it again. But maybe they don't want to have side conversations off-camera and during outside of the meeting wasn't there violence threatened before? That's the word. But still, then, then I mean, my thing has always been you confront it. Right. You confront so, violence. You say, okay, bring that. Right. That's, I, that's what I want to see. Come on, bring it. I trained Let's go. At, I trained at Next Level with Minister Charles. Charles, uh, I could probably talk to him and get, so we get Ted and Dave to put some gloves on and go down there and spar for a couple hours. And at the end of the day, maybe they'll be friends. Two or three minutes is going to get it done. Right, <laughs> <laughs> they're too old to get it done. That's what, it, man. Just hey, MC, if you're listening, I doubted it, but maybe we could get two guys to come into the dojo the, for a couple hours. We 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 could promote this. We could mm-hmm. sell tickets. Oh my God, let's do this. <laughs> let's, Ted. I know you're listening. Are you up for a literal fight? Dave might be listening too. 
Kev's got the spot. He's got the spot. We can sell tickets. We can give the money to a charity if you want. I can keep some of it. Um, I wouldn't keep any of it. (laughs) But we could sell hot dogs. Yes. We could sell who do you think's going to win things. Corleone's Barbershop's right next door. Oh, my God. And then we could take a walk up the... (laughs) <laughs> everywhere again Try yes to, yeah, yeah we can take a walk on that new sidewalk I, I'm serious I have to t- I'll have to call MC and be like hey did, would you be able to do a celebrity <laughs> uh, extra celebrity <laughs> bout in, in your dojo get him some glove maybe some headgear yeah absolutely headgear protect them up and then the thing is is after that they can no longer bicker at supervisors meetings like like children get it out yeah, man, this beat is the, a winner. Beat the crap out of each other. Get it all out of your system. It's just like yeah. when we were kids. When you're kids, you get in fights at school. Most of the time, you were friends with the kids after Dude, that. Dude, I, I got in a fight with my best friend one time, and 18 minutes later, everything was just fine. We were literally swinging at each other, and, and we were both bleeding at the end of it. <laughs> 18 minutes later, everything was fine. Yeah, I've, I've been in a lot of fights in my life, and <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I'm friends with all of them, but I am friends with quite a few of them. Some of them. That was a good part. Yeah. But um, that's what they need to get done is it, enough is enough. I, every week, you, you guys are just giving us more and more to talk about. Yeah. And it's for us, I'm kind of tired of talking about it because it's like beating a dead horse. Yeah, it's it's getting boring. Because it's the same Honestly. clips, the passive aggressive. I, we should do what we could do a next bit next week. Well, I'll be on vacation, but a bit of passive aggressive 101 and just pick up clips from the from the past supervisor meetings of both of them being passive aggressive towards each other and it's there's probably enough I'm going to need help with that <laughs> identifying it you know what I mean yeah like, listen hey you know uh we uh, schools don't budget you may have never dealt with that ted but uh you know I'll give here. you one of the passive aggressive aggressive huh <laughs> <laughs> that might make it into the rotation oh. huh that might make it into the rotation with there is really nothing that we can cut. Huh. <laughs> I think I'm pulling Ted's, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we have to. That's going to be the next ringtone. Huh. <laughs> there is really nothing that we can cut. Huh. <laughs> that's how it's going to be. Yeah, that's the to, next one. See if if Ted and, and Dave want to do the boxing match. That would be fun. Oh, the offer's out there now. Dave's a big guy. Ted's not small either, but Dave's a big guy. Dave's a big guy, but Dave's 67. He might not have it anymore. All it takes is one shot. Might not have it anymore. (laughs) You got headgear on your chin still hanging out. It can happen. (laughs) I've seen it. I've done it. It's the truth. So now uh, there are other clips. I I put here police pension loses five mil twice. Why did I do that? Was I supposed to play it twice? No. I hope not. Obviously not. So... uh, one of the things that happened was there was competing bids for what to do with the food and beverage business at the uh, Reading Country Club, and both were turned down. One was from Brown Golf, which they offered to uh, they offered to do it for eighty thousand dollars a year and twenty five percent of any profit. Supervisors turned that one down, and then there was another company called. Corsi Associates, who was going to come in and they were just going to like get everything set up, but it was going to be a really high number, like $150 an hour. 
and they said up to 1,520 hours. So it, it would have been up to that, which would have been like 230 grand or so. Yeah, wasn't wasn't there like an upfront cost of around like 250K or something like that of everything? I was Right. Well, you can call it upfront, but it's, it's you know, they're not handing them 250. They're, they're paying them a per hourly charge. Right, but still both of these were brutal. Yeah, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money and it didn't seem to benefit the township. And as a taxpayer, no. And and so, of course, social media went crazy and it was, oh, they've turned down everything. Everything's been turned down. All right. Well, everything's been turned down. What's next? You could sell Give it. me an idea. So, you, you could sell, sell it. We could sell it. Turn it into, I don't know, something. Let's put another mattress store there. And another gas station. That's what extra needs. Dude, Wawa might want to move across the street. Never thought of that, did you? Ugh. I, you know what? I'm so long driveway up to Wawa. Why not put it right? That would quarter mile driveway up to Wawa. Would, no one would go to that Wawa then. <laughs> I I literally will only go to certain. I won't go to certain places that have horrible parking lots. Like I hate yeah. going to Giant. Whoever designed that parking lot and Chick Fil A, all that. Whoever designed that parking lot had to been having too many scotchy scotches. It's the worst parking lot ever. Yeah. Like who designs that? It's parking lots aren't that hard. To design. I actually, I knew a guy that did it as subcontracting it, and he was 17 years old. He used to do it on the side because he was good with the computer back then. The, the CAD drawings or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so there's that. So the Reading Country Club looks dead in the water. Uh, we'll see, I guess. But uh, we have also now some other things that, that uh, Ted had to say that were very interesting. He... The supervisors received a letter from Jason Mell of the school board. This annoyed me. And this would be Ted's response. Um, the second thing I wanted to comment on, I know everybody got a copy of this email from the school board. Um, I think there's some points that are important for us to to uh, at least look at. We got an email from uh, Jason Mell, Dexter Township School Director, on July 7th. We got it electronically. And there was a vote uh, at the school board meeting uh, to direct Mr. Mell to write this letter to us about the school board's support of the Perkyoman Avenue streetscape project. He mentions in the email that he, he understands, and possibly the school board understands, that costs must be considered in this initiative. I for the first time, costs must be considered. Yeah. No, they can be considered, but they really don't care. As, as long as it's somebody else controlling the right. costs. It doesn't have to be the school board controlling the costs. We just voted for a 1.5% tax increase, but you guys need to watch what you spend. That's right. You need to watch what you spend, but, you know, we don't have to because... There is really nothing that we can cut. Back to the clip. find it a little disingenuous that the school board which has a very low fund balance and consistently raises taxes year after year, is telling us that they understand there might be costs. I did not see a check attached to this letter with <laughs> financial support from the school district for the project. There is really nothing that we can cut. I agree with Ted. It's, uh, it's good for them that, that there's nothing that they can cut. Well, I also try but, not to But take while telling everybody else that they have to cut, uh, or, or watch your spending. Hey, you can kiss yeah. my ass. I try not to take the opinions of people that literally voted for their household to get more income. Wonderful. And also, um, the rest of that, is there, there is more to that clip or the rest of that? No, clip? that's it. That's okay. it. There's another clip. Well, when they talk about that and what they're doing is the safety of the children. Well, most of those kids choose not to mm -hmm. ride the bikes, So yeah. they're going to walk. 
Listen, I walked out in the middle of nowhere. I got hit by a car. There was just kids being mean, but that was just back in the day, right? The problem is, is the way that, we did each other back then. <laughs> it was a little baby blue rabbit with two twin brothers. I can't remember their last names, but um, they're pushing for something that I don't honestly think it's needed. Would it look nicer? Yeah, yeah, it would look nicer, but at the cost of it and for the use of it, it doesn't make any sense. And well, the school board, you know, the safety here it's going to come. I'm telling you. The safety of the children, Jerry. It's for the children. Oh, they, they've already posited this. Oh, this is a safety issue. Mm-hmm. This is a safest project is about safety. Right. Numerous people have said that. Shut mm-hmm. up. So uh, here's Ted on. Uh, I'm going to let it play out. But I also really objected to the mention of school board member Bob Quinter and former township manager John Granger. $70 bottle of scotch. I will turn my, my chair, chair around during public comment, yep. Quinter. Having an email exchange, and they included it here. One, I think it's it's uh, interesting that Mr. Quinter, who chose to disregard taxpayers at the last school board meeting, is... Uh, there goes that. Mm-hmm. ...is now providing his input to our former township manager. But one of the things they mention in that letter is that they have some transportation issues for students that they hope we will help them solve by doing the project, the, the walkability project, the Perky Omen streetscape. In, in the last paragraph, he mentions, the short answer to your question is, we have children walking along 422, East 36 and East 37th before and after school, with some crossing Perky Omen to West 36 and West 37. That is not 422. No. I mean, just as a point of fact. Right. Point of order. Yeah. What's, point of information. What's the book say? Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> point of information. It's not 422. Yeah, it's Perkyman Avenue. <laughs> From those streets, if they walk home after activities. Everything else, he mentioned that they have buses to transport children safely and in a timely fashion to the schools. Some students in the junior high school and the senior high school choose not to ride the buses, and so then they would walk. I really found this to be not very helpful in supporting the streetscape project. And, you know, again, especially referencing Mr. Granger, who we are uncovering continuously issues with phase one and phase two of the projects. I I really think that's not the best letter that could have been sent asking us to to expend township funds to make it more walkable. Yep. Because we have to do it because those kids choose to not ride the bus. Mm-hmm. We have to do it for their safety because their parents said, hey, listen, I want for your own safety, I want you to take the bus that drops you off by mm-hmm. the house. No, no. They're choosing, which is that's fine if they choose to do it. But why do the taxpayers then have to pay all this money for this? I don't know. I, I, <sighs> I thought choice was a good thing. It is a great thing. Pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Be pro-choice on walking. <laughs> I'm pro-choice on walking yes. to school. I, I think there's someone who wrote that. <laughs> someone who wrote that letter needs to do a little bit more walking, a little more choosing, hmm. not to dance to the refrigerator. Um, <laughs> so here's another. This is uh, this is more that happened around that. Uh, you know, a million of that was for phase one. We've got about a million in phase two that we cannot use as a match because of the way they were selected by the previous township uh, manager. So I think they owe us, you know, a, a representative at our meetings to explain things. Now he's talking about McMahon there. Mm-hmm. He's making the call for McMahon to send somebody to their meetings until they get all this figured out. Yeah. 
It's not a bad idea. No, it, and I don't know if it would happen. I hope it happens. Maybe mm-hmm. we can get some answers other than... It's, already did a Chinese water torture on this guy, and he didn't blink. <laughs> a waterboard. Yeah. Specifically, not just to say, you know, my favorite answer from them is, well, that's the way it was set up. Um, so I would like them to, to be able to really define what those invoices are for, what those charges are for, what we still have left to do with them, and uh, where are we... I know the bids are, are scheduled to come in July 26th, but I want to make sure that we were not charged for the bid process as they indicated they wouldn't. And uh, just want to make sure that we are dotting I's and crossing T's through this process. It scares me to be this much on the hook for a project. And, and scared this board should be, as I am scared. It seems we're going back. That's Betsy uh, McBride. She said, you should be scared because I'm scared mm-hmm. by what I'm seeing. And she's, she's like, I've never seen this stuff happen before. Right. And like the thing she didn't say is, what did these people do? What did these people like Jeff Anderton do? They just passed stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Several years where promises are made, nothing's in writing. Supervisor Hughes asked me to ask about change orders today. There was only one change order on a project like this. I find that. Two plus million dollar and there's one change order surprising and the net result was neutral because they were on phase one there was only one change order one change order Um, I mean that's almost incomprehensible there's a lot going on here and I don't I agree with her and normally and you can you can smell the corruption and the sleight of hand tricks by nothing being in writing oh exactly and and by bypassing and she's going to get to that in a second know if their presence here will answer it. I think we need a third set of eyes looking at this. Well, their presence is not going to matter. We need a third set of eyes looking at it. But it's also, here's what they're going to say, Interton and those guys. Why are they micromanaging? Why are they micro? Why are you stop bickering? Stop looking into the past. We need to be progressive and look to the future. Everything we did was perfect. Wow. Or, yeah, perfect for them. Yeah. In detail. I, that would be preferable, and, and my understanding, after doing some research, is whenever you have someone who does the design work, then is the construction administrator, and then is also the inspector, I'm sure that there were probably some, perhaps there were some change orders that were just in normal course of business. Well, but I, I I'd really like... I that Will never looked at these invoices. They were given directly to former township managers to approve. He's the project guy. I mean, he should be the first guy. I'm not criticizing Will. It's just he was bypassed for approval, and payment was made. So the guy who's supposed to be the person on the ground being the intermediary between the contractors and the engineer, et cetera, never saw the invoices. They went over him right to the township manager, who's the person who brought the engineer in to do the project, bypassing PennDOT standards of picking a, uh, picking an engineer and costing us more money because by not doing it that way, all of the grant money that we put in had to go to construction. It couldn't be divided up and used in different ways. And who, who did that? Who rubber stamped that? That would be John Granger, oh. former township manager. Okay. That board, that, that supervisor board? Uh, yes. They, uh, they that okayed would, the payments, right? They okayed payments. Okay. Yes, they did. So the, the the people who did the petition and comment on social media. Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to make it clear for our listeners who actually did this stuff. Yeah. And it, okay. Just 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 to be clear, to reiterate. it's not not the current board. It's no. the 
two previous past boards. It's all the people that you see on the the ex supervisors commenting on social media about how this board is the worst and extras in chaos. Well, it might be it might might be in chaos because they're trying to fix all the crap that you guys did. It's exactly correct. Again, sit down and shut up. You can't help but look backwards. You can't help but look at all of this stuff because as the red flags are popping up now, the red if if the previous boards had been paying attention at all, the red flags would have been popping up and they were going, "Why is that like that?" You would hope, though. But maybe, they didn't. But maybe maybe they wouldn't be like, "Oh, that's a red flag." Maybe some maybe something's a little bit on the uh, on the DL. You know what I mean? On the not so good. Does somebody know somebody? Any kickbacks? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You're not saying. No. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just, it's, it, it, it's, it's maddening. When fuzzy math happens, fuzzy people are doing it. Mel math. <laughs> All right. Yep. That's what it is. It's Mel math. That's what this is. It is. The, the Perky Omen Avenue streetscape, it, Mel math. It's also, listen, I was going to punch you 2.5 <laughs> times in the face. But it's a cut because I'm only punching you 1.5 times in the face, Jerry. Now, your nose is still going to be broken. Right, but it's it's a cut. Just feel, this is the part, this is the, the, the mentality of saying that goes along with the thing is like, listen, the beatings will continue until morale changes. That's correct. Change your attitude or it's going to continue. Just yeah. like when you were kids, your parents said, you don't like it? You want another one? I'll give you something to cry about. Guess what? Give me something to cry about. 2.15. That's what you were going to get. I'm being nice, Jerry, by only giving you 1.5. Yeah. Appreciate me because guess what? It was going to be 2.5. My no, wife no. would have got even more of a raise. But no, we only wanted to do 1.5. So instead of being pissed off, you should be thanking me because I cut. That's right. I cut it from 2.5 to 1.5. Yes, I cut a broken nose and two bloodied eyes and to just a broken nose. Be and, happy. And Perky Omen Avenue Streetscape was going to cost 3.7 million, but now it's going to cost 4.8 and that's a cut. Yep. That's a get, cut. Do you understand what I'm saying about the mentality of these people? I see it. Like it's just like what are you talking about? We cut. It was going to be worse. Like no, this is what you're doing to us. It, well, it could have been worse, so it's a cut. We're doing good to you. No, no, you, you. Thanks for breaking. Uh, you said you were going to break both my legs, and you're only breaking one. Thanks. Hey, I'll be able to hop. Right. <laughs> and here's a crutch that sucks and doesn't work anyway. And then they're going to complain on social media that, oh my God, do you hear these people complaining? We only broke one of their legs. God. So eat, learn to code, eat bugs. We hobbled them. Mm-hmm. We didn't put them in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. It's a mentality which absolutely drives me insane. It really is. And those people that are... The whole thing with the whole money, at what point do you realize that... I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Fuzzy math, shady people, does not equal... Let's stop using fuzzy math. Let's call it Mel Math. Come on. Mel Math. Come on. We established that it's Mel Math. When you use Mel Math and the people that are using Mel Math... And you do stuff like this with this handshake deals and, and going over the, the township manager to, to pay people. My spidey senses are going off. Right. <laughs> when you, this is the problem. When you have millions you don't need of, spidey senses there, Kev. I hate to tell you. <laughs> no, but I'm just trying to be nice. If we were off air, I'd be saying a bunch of other stuff. But I, 
something. Something stinks. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. In the state of Exeter. <laughs> the state of Exeter. But there's some, there has to be. And that's why I think they're all freaking out. Oh, I agree because, dude. When's that audit do? That freight train of a forensic audit is coming. Yep. I mean, I think you're going to hear a lot of toilet f- flushing when this, mm-hmm. when this thing comes down. Yeah. Can we get their phones? <laughs> and they're a couple also, of them. They're pulling a Hillary Clinton and beating them with hammers. Hey, guys, if you have phones, beat them with hammers. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know? That's what I, they're... The worst part is, is man, that they they were corrupt and they did things wrong, and they're sitting like, "Oh, we did everything great." What are you talking about? I mean, you, you can't. I, I honest to God, I know these. I know Vinny. I know Jeff Anderson. I know John Casadas. At one time, Jeff and I were very good friends. Same with Vinny. I think Vinny hates my guts now because of uh, the whole uh, Seven Dwarf thing. <laughs> but it's, I, I, I don't know what else to say. I really don't. I mean, you did some really horrid stuff to this town by not doing the job you were put in to do. You didn't do the job. You didn't watch the pennies. And now you're pissing and moaning about the people who are. Yep. Yep. And uh, Damn you. That's the part that drives me nuts. That's why I don't think they're not serious people. So I read those comments and I laugh. I do. I read the comments because I don't know any of these people. And I really don't care to know any of them. Because they're not serious people. They're not serious about fixing Exeter. They're not serious about anything. All they're doing is looking to score social virtue signaling points on social media. That's all they're doing. You're not a serious person. That's right. You're not an adult. You're not mature. Correct. And that has nothing. You are doing nothing but try to boost your own social media virtue signaling ego. And I don't care about those people. You're not a serious person, and I have no reason to know you or want to get to know you. I got one thing to say to that. Huh. <laughs> That's not a passive-aggressive hoe on that one, though, but you know I'm right. Like, I really don't care about I don't know those people. I don't really care, and they can hate me. I don't care because of the things I say on here. I really don't care. You're not a serious person. You are part of the problem. So You when, are the problem. Right. And so when you are a part of the problem like that, you should really sit down and shut up. Meaning, seriously, like if like if you got in a car accident, you were in the wrong part of it. What are you going to sit there and like blame the other guy? I've seen it happen, but yeah. But that's it. Just be like, hey, man, I was wrong. I, I screwed up. I shouldn't have done this. I had a woman do that to me one time. I'm on my way home from back in the day when it was at UPS. She's turning left out of a Rite Aid. I'm going straight. She gets out. Of, I, I hit her. She gets out of the car and goes, "What the hell do you think you're doing?" And I said, "Me." Are you insane? Yeah, yeah. Cop was three seconds away. She was very close to a, de- a near-death experience. <laughs> I mean, and the funny thing is her husband called and complained the next day. To UPS? To UPS. Yeah. And he said, you want to call this guy? I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to call that guy to my boss. And he went, why don't you let me handle it? <laughs> yeah, you might not be the best person to handle that. But that's, I think all those people do this type of thing is just a, it's to deflect and take it off of them is because if you get down to the numbers like you just read mm-hmm. and then you match that with that guy's comments, I'm just going to call him that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, he's that guy because you're nothing. You screwed up big time. You're nothing. So when you see him at the tanning bed at Planet Fitness, I don't go to t- <laughs> tanning bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jerry, not talking I'm, to you. I do look a little tan. but I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Exeter. <laughs> oh, okay. When you see him at the tanning bed. 
Don't turn it up higher and try to fry him. Don't do that. Right. Don't hurt him. Don't get a bungee cord and, and lock it. Yeah. Don't do not do that. No. Don't no. do that. I, I just, I can't stand when people don't take responsibility for their screw-ups. Yeah. I, like I tell my kids, I tell my kids, listen, mistakes happen. Mistakes happen once. You do it more than once, it's not a mistake. But what you do after that mistake is what makes you as a person. Correct. So you trip and fall, you made a mistake, get up, just own it, dude, and move on. Be like, hey, listen, this is what we did. And it, you know what? We shouldn't have done it. And now people are trying to fix it. Maybe instead of being a little divisive, passive, aggressive, virtue signaling little bitch, how about helping out the situation that you helped screw up? That's right. Admit it and say, what can I do to help? Right. This is exactly what happened. This is why we did it without, you don't even have to do it at a meeting. Come up to Ted or Dave or George or or the other Dave or or whomever. And have a conversation with them and stop being a little bitch on social media saying crap. Oh, this is you're part. You were part of the reason why we're in the situation we're in now. Because it's a board. It wasn't just Jeff. It wasn't just all of it wasn't individuals. It was the board as a whole. You guys screwed up. Own it. Come and you. If here's the part. If you actually care about the Exeter that you say is in so shambles and chaos, then help fix it by fixing the crap that you did. That's right. Go to them. Get on the a side. shovel. Yeah. Go to the side with them and be like, hey, this is what we did. It was wrong. I'm a big boy. I wear I wear underoos for adults now, right? <laughs> the Superman ones because they make me feel special. And you go and you have a conversation with them. This is what was done. So you guys know exactly. So there's not any wondering about what was done. Where there's people on radio shows talking about there could be corruption, there could be meals slide of hand and, and melmath and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Be part of the be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And right now they're part of the problem that they helped create. Yes, they are. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Enough is enough. Yeah. So with that, um, why don't we try to take some calls? See if there's anybody who wants to chat. Four eight four six six eight. One six six three four eight four six six eight one six six three. If you want to call and rage with us or rage against us, I'm bu- I'm I'm bummed that John didn't come in. Yeah, I am. I hope he's listening, John. I really wanted to hear your thoughts on our on the show last week because obviously you're an expert and we're just imbeciles. And yeah, <laughs> I I you know I I completely screwed the pooch on that. Yeah, I was so consumed with trying to get all these school people. I was like. I got somebody in my, there's somebody in the back pocket and I didn't get him. Here we go. We got a call coming in. There is really nothing that we can cut. You, you hear my there ringtone? Really I do. Cut. I do. Okay. Really All right. Hello, uh, this is the Exeter Underground. You're on with Jerry and Kev. Who, who is this? Hi, this is Penny. Penny's calling <laughs> again. Yes, you played the well, game. You did really before. well. I I know, I know. I was so excited. And I've been listening tonight. And um, here's what I think. I think that instead of calling them Mills, M-I-L-S. Yes. We should, we should, we should call them Mills, M-E-L-L-S. Ooh, what that is, is a great suggestion. That is, that is. So, so, we, th- so we just raised it to thirty four point seven zero eight 
7098 MELS. MELS. This could take off. It could. We should probably put that in. Can we actually I, change I think that? I think it could. I mean, <coughs> I'm Penny. I only have a penny. So, you know. The way definitions are being changed now, left and right, why yes. not? Uh, and we can change well, it for we Exeter. change everything. we got to reimagine what millage means. It's millage. It's millage. Millage. Yes. I like it. Like so it. the school right, board is sitting question. at thirty four point seven zero nine eight mels, mels, and the township mels. is at like three point four something mels. Yes, this works. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Completely works. Okay, that's it. That's okay, Patty, thanks, thanks for the Penny. suggestion. I'm, I'm, I, okay, Kev's writing bye. it down. I'm gonna yes. forget. Okay. Goodbye. That was Penny, our uh, game show contestant from she did last good. week. She did good. That, is, two a great, weeks that ago. is a great idea. That's it really we can is. Do, we can do more things like that of bringing it back to Exeter, bringing it down to the underground's way of thinking. Yeah. So when I get my tax bill, I want to see Mel's and not Mills. <laughs> right? I was just going through them the other day. Because the other one got, man, did they mail that shit out quick, huh? They voted on it next day. They're like, yep. right after your house. Yeah. Literally like two days after they voted, it was that sent out. Yeah. It's, um, I found I actually uh, asked the tax collector because we got it so quickly. I said, well, what's the process for you printing these things out? That's a new tax Christy, collector. Christy, yeah. Right? Christy, what, what is the process? She was like, I don't print anything. They print them at the IU. So it gave me an idea, and I'm trying to find out when they printed them. I'm really happy that we got a new tax person she's amazing uh, the last one so my wife and i refinanced. charlie diamond yes my wife and i refinanced our mortgage back in august mm-hmm. last year and um the mortgage company the old mortgage company sent my tax bill in to him and then when we transferred when we did our closing on our refi they sent it in too so he had two checks from me from my taxes right. sitting on his desk for months. Yeah. You can't go down. There was no office hours. No, he was never in there. Right. I called five, six times yeah. and never heard back from him. Yeah. So I had enough of it and I got all the supervisors' emails and email and Jack um, took care of it and mm-hmm. Charlie Diamond called me <laughs> literally two hours later. Yeah. It was like, and I got the check the, the next day. You, you know what? Charlie was a nice guy. I had to deal with him when I was on the school board. <clears throat> and it, he's got a great sense of humor. He's mm-hmm. a nice man. He was but, nice. But I, I just... Uh, you want to know what he told me? What did he tell you? I can't wait to be done with this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there it was. <laughs> right. Because he was exactly, leaving. I mean, he's been the tax guy for a while. And like he was, 20 years or something. Yeah, he was like, I'm so done with this. It was done. And I think COVID really put the ends to it because then yeah. he couldn't have any no office hours and everything, which yeah. just... Creates. He never more. had them before, though, Kev. Oh, really? No, he never had them before. But you just—I think you just have that much thing. It puts everything's going to be electronic, and it's yeah. everything. But I never had an issue like that before, so I never had to deal with them. But but Christy is in there, I think, every day at least for a few hours, and she has set hours, and she is there, and she's doing a really great job. Apparently, uh, you know, I mean, I—I I, I have never cast a better vote. Yeah, she 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 is absolutely. 
as far as I'm concerned, not gonna and for me to say that a tax collector is doing something right, I mean, Mister, I hate taxes. Right, as but, do I. But I'm just happy that there's someone that I can call and that might answer the phone, or might actually have put a face. Yeah, which is nice when you're representing when you're, I mean, getting paid by taxpayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't even know what Charlie looks like. Uh, it looks. Nor like do I really care, yeah. but you get my point. I get it. I get you it. know what I mean. And to, to have to sit that a bunch of money on his desk and never call me back. Be like, dude, you owe me money. You're calling me back. I'm going to get someone to call me back or I'm going to come to your house. I don't like when people owe me money. Yeah. So that is the Exeter underground. Uh, ignore that last thing in there. We'll carry that over for a couple of weeks. It'll give us a springboard to another show. Oh, the thing with John. Yes, that too. But uh, there's another thing in there too. Hmm. Yes. About the employee handbook. Might yes. actually be solved by the time I get there. But Crazy. don't read it. Please don't read it because I want your honest reaction to the, to the things in the employee so when handbook. when I get back from vacation, I have two weeks to listen to the crap and I'm going to be really yeah. pissed off. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, next week, I believe, yeah, we have a school board meeting next week. What's so, that? it's Tuesday. Tuesday. No, Monday, Monday. Is it well, Monday? No, wait. Tuesday. I, Tuesday. I'm getting all mixed up here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so... Hopefully, John and I will be there talking about that next week. If not, you know, maybe I'll try to do it myself. That's not as fun. It's it, it's not. Unless uh, I can crack myself. Depending, up well, I'm, I'm sure, but I, <laughs> I'm wondering. It depending what we're doing on Tuesday on Thursday, I might be able to call and say hi. I don't know. It depends. Right. Well, don't don't go crazy. So that is the Exeter Underground number eighteen. I will urge you that uh, if you missed any portion of the show to uh, catch the podcast. It'll be posted hopefully within an hour uh, because I, I don't have a reservation like I did last week. <laughs> right. I was wondering if you were even going to post it when I left here and we had talked on the way out and everything. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got home. Normally it's posted by the time I get home. And like three hours later, I messaged you. I'm like, did you get a post? It's coming, you big baby. <laughs> I, I gotta hear good. me i gotta hear myself i thought it was good i actually had someone listen to it uh wednesday uh-huh uh it's it's a local he listens to it when he bikes or mows okay and, uh, he's a good guy and he listened to it and he and he enjoyed it very much so good i'm glad and i know I'm someone glad. else that's local that i'm related to and that's kind of like my mom telling me i was handsome when he when i was a kid but uh he said that uh he enjoyed it. and I don't mind being wrong about something, about something like that. I don't mind being wrong. Yeah, which I, it, I think you were just, it deferred from the norm. Yes, I, I, I very much do have an issue with uh, allowing anybody to do anything. <laughs> so it's a, a little bit of a control freak, uh, if you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. yeah, we're pulling that right away. Uh. So we could have a whole like sound cloud of just different <laughs> passive aggressive. That's things. That's what I'm and, after. You know I'm, I mean? I'm dude. I'm building a sound, th- uh, a whole soundboard. It's gonna be passive, passive aggressive. Ted, passive aggressive. Dave, <laughs> Dave clearing a <his> throat. <laughs> passive aggressive. <laughs> Sounds like a bear in the woods. You know? Yeah. So Exeter Underground number eighteen is in the books. I encourage you to check out the Exeter Examiner at exeterexaminer.us. We do our best to uh, bring you the news over there, and we bring you the analysis over here. 
Uh, so that is ExeterExaminer.us. Check it out on Facebook and join us back here, 645 next Thursday night. It'll be me and somebody, but I doubt that it's going to be Kev. So with that, we thank you very much for listening and wish you a good night. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. 